Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Lindsay Snow, the American Kaiju, current IWE Women's Champion, and the only blood sport champion. And right now, you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Well, Lindsay Snow, it is an absolute pleasure to have you back on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. And, you know, there's so many things that we need to catch up on. But the first thing I want to talk about, dun, 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 food. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking at your IG and I saw that you had posted something about a place called Trap House Chicken. So, so what is this? What is this Trap House Chicken? Basically... It's the best fried chicken that I've ever had in my entire life. I usually get the crack wedges, chicken fingers chopped up on top of potato wedges with cheese sauce all over it. And that stuff is just, mm, it's so good. But they have fried ribs. They got shrimp. They got chicken wings. They got everything. But probably like the most entertaining thing about THC is their website, man. You got to go and just just look at the website. It's welcometothetrap.com. So I'll let all of your listeners just, you know, go go check that out and do yourselves a favor. <laughs> Listen, Trap House Chicken, and I'm going to tag you in this. So you're definitely going to hear everything Lindsay just said. You got a big fan and one of the top women's pro wrestlers on the planet today, all right? So when she's not beating people up, when she's not tattooing folks, she's eating delicious food and certainly Trap House Chicken. You've made it onto Lindsay <laughs> Snow's delicious food list there. So shout right. out to you folks there. I thought that was really cool, that post you did with the video and what have you. Because you, <laughs> you put up their sign, you showed their food. Like, that was, that was really nice of you. Oh, I just, I, I like to you know, give props when they're due, you know, those people always treat me like with mad respect. They have the best food and they have the sickest website and, you know, they're, they're from Jacksonville. So gotta, gotta represent the hometown and, you know, gotta support, gotta, gotta support local, you know? For sure. For sure. Because I I know the last time you were on the show, we were talking about um, a Jamaican restaurant that you're a big fan of as well. What's, What's the name of that place? The real ting. <laughs> the real ting. That's yeah, right. In downtown Jacksonville off of Adams Street. That's right. Oh, that's uh, right. Trap House Chicken is off of Merrill and it's also in Jacksonville, but that's in Arlington. But um the real ting is downtown and uh they used to have a small cafe that was right next to my old tattoo shop off the Arlington Expressway. And um, you know, on Fridays and Saturday nights, you know, everybody would be getting together before they would go to the club, which is downtown. But everybody would be playing dominoes and stuff and it was just like a really good time eating good good food and playing dominoes and you know, just chilling with your friends. 
<laughs> Feeling the vibes, right? For sure, for sure. It was a good time. How important is that for you? Because I know that, you know, in the ring, you are just vicious. I mean, you 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 give it, you can take it. You're not afraid to bleed, sweat, pay the price of a wrestling lifetime, as Ric Flair would say. You're a legitimate badass. There's no question about that. But outside the ring, you're you're legitimately one of the nicest and most gentle people. Man, don't kill can, my street cred. <laughs> I know, man. I, I know. Listen, she'll beat you up if she has to, but she's <laughs> she's really cool. I, I wonder if you, in a past life, if you were Samoan or something. The reputation for a lot of the Samoan folks is that they're very, very nice. Just don't piss them off. And I would say that about Lindsay Snow. Absolutely. Very, very nice. Just don't get on her bad side because then she's going to actually bust you up here. But how important is it to surround yourself with other good energy people? Uh, it's super important, especially um, recently. Uh, I've been dealing with a lot of personal things and um, a lot of negative stuff as well. So I've just been really trying to uh, kind of like isolate and uh, just like surround myself with positivity because like you, you can't just sit around and be surrounded by negative people and expect to move forward in your life. That's just the realest part of it. Um, you, you, you can't be around negativity and expect to thrive because that shit just doesn't fucking happen. But um, when you're around positive people and you're around people that inspire you, um, you know, you're doing things that you love. Uh, that's when you can actually like get a chance to really appreciate life. You know, you're not focused on the bad things. You're focused on the good things. And that's what, uh, that's really what I just try to do now is just try to be surrounded by good people doing good things, you know, good things like going out on the water and going fishing. <laughs> yeah. I, I really love fishing, man. That's probably like my favorite downtime, you know, when I'm not playing jujitsu or doing pro wrestling or tattooing, I, I really like to relax on the water and fish out here. And, you know, in Tampa, we got great fishing weather almost year round. So <laughs> it's just real easy to just escape out there. It's really awesome. I mean, you're actually a good fisher too. I mean, looking at some of your posts and seeing your, your catches, it's like, oh, wow, she definitely knows what she's doing. So <laughs> it's interesting. I, I mean, they always say never judge a book by its cover, right? And the last time you were on the show, the response that I got was tremendous because people were like, wait a second, this lady's eating Jamaican food. She listens to reggae. She likes to just chill out and relax and what have you, like really cool vibes, which is in contrast to what people may expect from you. You know, they expect this this rocker chick who you can't approach because she might bite your head off or something like that. And you're really not that at all. Is this on purpose or is this a coincidence that you're you're this, I guess, contradiction to, to a lot of people? Uh, no, it's, it's not really on purpose. Um, it's just who I am. <laughs> but um, like... The way that I look is a personal preference. Well, it's it's neat because you you surround yourself with a diverse uh, group of people. And you can always tell a lot about a, a person when you take a look at who they surround themselves with, who they, they choose to be with, not who you're forced to be with. You know, you can't choose your family. You can't choose your classmates. You can't choose who lives on your block. But as you get older... 
you know, you make a decision of who's going to be in your life and who's not going to be in your life. Even in pro wrestling, you choose who you're going to hit the road with and who you're not going to hit the road with. Right. Yeah. For and sure. certainly through the years, when I take a look at all of the folks that it looks like you've spent your personal time. So you've chosen to be with these folks. It's always a mixed cast of characters, which is really, really special. It's cool. It's cool. You just started a, a new partnership and you got a couple of new uh, tag team partners, right? First off, we'll talk about Ayla. Um, Ayla Fox started managing me last weekend at IWE Pro, um, where I'm the current champion at. And uh, that's pretty badass. She's an amazing manager. She's really great at what she does. She's the fucking bomb on the mic. But um, I started tagging uh, recently with Mother Endless. We were up there at Bloodstorm Pro and... uh, She's so sick. We just work really, really great together. We're uh, codenamed Nemesis, and we just had a new shirt drop on um, Deathmatch Worldwide. So, um, yeah, if you if you got a chance, go peep that. I also tag with Lady Frost, and uh, we're chill or be chilled. <laughs> chill or be chilled. Okay. So, <laughs> first of all, you and Mother Endless, I mean, that is a a walking, talking, ass-kicking machine right there. Yeah, um, so that's definitely. fun. And then you and Frost, she has all of that, uh, you know, because she has a gymnast background, there's a lot of these different things she can do in the ring, and then you just beat the hell out of people. So that's a, that's an interesting uh, mix of styles that you two bring to the table as well. Huh? For sure. Definitely that's awesome. both uh, elements of destruction. We got all the angles covered. <laughs> Well, it's cool, and 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 yes, Ayla Fox. I was I was pleasantly surprised to see you connect with her because, like you said, I mean, she's one of the best managers in all of wrestling, and has been for years. I, uh, I, I remember when she was doing that Triple A's with um, Aja, who's uh-huh. now a referee in the WWE, and also Big Swole. Mm-hmm. And you know, together with with Ayla, I just thought that that was one of the coolest acts. It's unfortunate that we didn't see that on a larger scale, but that was one of the coolest acts in wrestling for a period of time there. Uh, I especially agree in so hard. Right? I miss seeing Aja wrestle so bad. She was the best, man. I, I love when she would just like get down on the ground with the headlock and just start twerking. Oh my God. She, she is my favorite. <laughs> well, that's the thing that personality, imagine that, right? She had personality in the ring and, and you can see it. As a referee now as well, you, you notice they're giving her a lot of bigger matches and she's she's handling she's got the it. charisma to do yeah. it. You know, you got to yeah. let that baby shine. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to to uh, Ref Aja. I do a, a, a Ref Aja appreciation post on Twitter every single week. Oh, hell yeah. Every single week. And I and I use that hashtag. And it's I'll tell you. There's a there's a very specific reason why I, I do it, and I don't even think Aja knows this because she and I don't really know each other. This is legitimately just me showing some love. I'm familiar with the road that she had to go through, especially on the independent scene, okay. and how challenging it was. And, and at times where like people weren't even booking, they don't even want to book women. Never mind women mm-hmm. of color. You know what I'm saying? You certainly don't want to book women who are outspoken, women of color who are outspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you got to actually pay you ladies what you're worth. And that can be a problem, right? Because right. a lot of these promoters, I don't know what their problem is, but they just don't respect women's wrestling. Right. They don't respect women. Right. So 
it was really interesting to watch her journey and see everything that she went through and then to to make it to where she's at today, where legitimately she's on TV every single week. It makes me so happy to see that, like to see somebody good getting an actual spot, you know, prime spot. And, you know, she she kills it. She she's amazing. I, I love Aja. Yeah. Shout out. Definitely shout out to, <laughs> to Ref Aja. And, and she's a prime example of your journey doesn't have to be what other people tell you it has to be. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You can you can accomplish your goals and your goals can change. Right. Um, but you just have to stay focused on what's best for you and not worry about what everybody else assumes or wants you to believe is best for you. Because a lot of those folks are trying to keep you in a certain spot so you don't pass them. Right. You know, and, and that's unfortunate, but it's the reality. And now, again, couple that with the fact that women's wrestling is so disrespected and so underrepresented out there. Therefore, it's more competitive than it has to be. Right. You know, the, a lot of folks could work together and probably accomplish more, but the industry is against you. So there's that challenge there. Um, so when I see good people, I, I got I to gotta highlight them because it's like, yo, if we're, if we're going to uplift and, and get behind and push anybody, then folks like Aja and Lindsay Snow, and Allison Kay, I can go down the list. You know, Ayla, uh, you are the folks that we should be talking about and uplifting because legitimately work together, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you said it, you know, you're you're a champion, which is no surprise. I mean, you've this is not the first time that you've held the gold. But what is it about today? Because you came off a pretty serious injury. And to go from that to being the IWE Pro Wrestling Women's Champion, how does that feel? This time last year, I was uh, recovering from knee surgery, and I had just had a grandma seizure. So, um, you know, I, like, almost bit my tongue off, um, and, like, I had this crazy, like, seizure fog thing happen to where, like, it, it felt like I wasn't living in reality for a while, which is kind of, like, a, a weird thing to say, but um, evidently it's common with seizures and um people that have like epilepsy and stuff. So um, it's, it's pretty wild to think like, you know, last year I had a crazy knee explosion and I had to get a cadaver ACL and um, complete meniscus repair. And uh, I had to be out and away from what I loved for so long. And then, you know, I'm fixing to get cleared to, you know, start going back to the gym and then boom, I have a seizure. And so, you know, I got my license took away for six months and all that good shit. Um, and then now one year later, um, like almost exactly a year later, uh, I'm, you know, defending my title at IWE and still coming out strong. So, um, just goes to, goes to show you, you know, like, even though there's like bumps in the road and stuff, as long as you, remain positive and you know you just try to keep that keep that healthy mindset you can you can really like accomplish things you can come back from setbacks you know like setbacks are just just another setup for a takedown you know for all you folks listening out there um i encourage you play this entire interview you know not only for other adults but play this for kids what Lindsay just said, I, I think, is something that kids should hear, because there there are so many people out there who 
are dealing with so many different challenges that the, most of the world will never know about. And the fact that Lindsay Snow is back, she's a champion uh, a year later, that's tremendous. Tremendous. And I, I tip my hat to you because that's not easy. Thanks, man. Thank you. It's a, It definitely hasn't been easy coming back. And, you know, it was definitely intimidating to uh, to come back after the seizure. After the knee thing, I was just like, whatever, that's just part of the game. But, you know, when you're dealing with like a head issue and um, you got to come back from that, it's a little bit different. You know, things are a little bit different now, but it just goes to just to show you that, you know, I have that determination. I have that heart in me to be the champion that I need to be because there's so many, like you said, there's so many little kids out there that, that need to know, you know, like no matter what life hands you, you can still come back and win. Yes, you can. Yes. And you're still doing the, uh, the tattooing, which you're, you're a fantastic tattoo artist, well accomplished. I wonder because over the past eight years or so, uh, tattooing has become mainstream on a different scale through television shows, these reality shows, uh, Ink Master and, and Black Ink Crew and all that stuff. Do you feel these reality shows have have helped or have they you know, kind of taken something away from the tattoo industry? There's going to be pros and cons of everything, really, man. But um, honestly, I, I feel like they've helped make tattooing more acceptable in uh, the public's eyes, you know, um, people don't necessarily want to grab their pocketbooks when I walk by so hard anymore, you know. You know, a lot of people want to get uh, the same tattoos over and over again. But that's, you know, that's just, it, they're just a different style of tattoos than like the flash that we used to make, you know. So it's a, it's a little bit more interesting to see what the public desires as um, designs now rather than, you know, 15 years ago, what they wanted is completely different. Would Lindsay Snow ever do a tattoo reality show or, or appear on one or what have you? Um, I don't know, man. I think that I would rather be on a show uh, based off of wrestling because, you know, then I can actually, you know, be that character. Whereas it's, you know, with tattooing uh, reality shows, they want you to be a character, you know, and uh, I think that I would just have a hard time, you know, being a tattooer and trying to play a character. But, you know, when I'm a, when I'm doing pro wrestling, like that's, you know, that's normal to me. Makes sense for sure. One of the things that I noticed that you have done more over the past couple of years is you, you've kind of restructured and, and focused on doing things like OnlyFans. Yeah. And I know a lot of folks in the industry and a lot of folks in every industry have been doing that and what have you. We talked about this a little bit offline, but April Hunter is a big friend of the show and uh, somebody that I've been friends with for almost two decades now. And she comes on the show and, and, discusses the economics, the business of modeling online and, and especially if you're your own boss, which, you know, with OnlyFans, that's exactly what it is. You're you're running that business yourself. I want you to go back to when you first broke into the industry, pro wrestling, right? So so here's Lindsay Snow, you know, she's she's fresh out of wrestling school. If somebody were to say to you, hey Lindsay, your first year or so of bookings, right? Whatever you make off of that, years down the line, you're you're going to make just as much, if not more. 
selling pictures of your feet online. <laughs> what would you say to that? I would say that you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that the feet thing is always kind of like interesting to me. Like I don't get it, but at the same time, it's like, yo, like it could be worse, right? <laughs> yo, it could be worse. That's the thing. It could be worse. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's it's such a interesting thing. You're you're not the first person to say that. It's like, wow, if that's the if that's the most that you want, okay, yeah. you know. But um, has OnlyFans, do you think that's that's been helpful overall? Because, I mean, it is another form of uh, business and yeah. you're not taking any bumps for it. Yeah, um, it's been helpful because, like, I, I really post, like, my fishing pictures on there. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, you know, it's like a, another source of income. So, you know, a lot of a lot of people give OnlyFans, like, a, a negative connotation and, like, think that, you know, it's all porn basically, but it doesn't have to be, you know, um, I like to put my art on there. I like to put, you know, like other parts of my life that I don't share with the public, you know? So it's kind of like a, a more in-depth, um, like a kind of like a private Instagram, really. That's how I use it. I post stuff on there that I wouldn't post on my Instagram or on Twitter or anything like that. And well, because just, you know you're you're connecting with your true fans. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, I feel like if you're a real fan of mine, then you would appreciate looking at this other aspect of my life that I don't share with everybody else. You know, so it's it's a good it's a good chance to connect with um with like real fans that like actually like care about what you do and you know your regular life when you're not this character. You know, that's a that's a great way to look at it and. What I enjoy about it is the fact that it's sustainable. You know For what sure. I mean? I mean, look, wrestling, mixed martial arts, there's only so many bumps you can take. There's only so many hits you can take. So, and you know, with tattooing, you need your eyes, and you need your hands. Right. You know, that's without those two things, you're going to be in tough shape there. Mm-hmm. Um, thank goodness there are these other mediums that exist to where you can constantly find a way to put something out and connect with your audience For sure. and your audience can find a way to support you through that connection. For so sure. that's, that's really good stuff. That's really good stuff. You know, we're closing in on the end of 2022 and we're going into new year and around the, the nation. So much has changed just over the past two years, you know, and, and, when I think about it, I mean, I'm in Boston. We have a, a Chinese-American woman who's a mayor of Boston. First time in history, a, a, a woman, a woman of color, um, a, a Chinese-American has ever been elected mayor in the city of Boston. And Boston's been around for hundreds of years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, our city council, you know, a lot of women, a lot of women of color, majority people of color. Uh, we just elected a a lesbian woman as our governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I look around the country and, and, you know, these stories are not unique anymore. A lot of this stuff is happening. A lot of change, which for a guy who is about to turn 40, that's a, I've seen a lot of change in my lifetime. Uh, and it's not really, you know, 40 years is not really that long. So it's it's amazing. I can only imagine what's going to happen next. For Lindsay Snow in 2023, what can we expect? Oh, man, expect the unexpected. 
Um, next year is going to be really, really big for me. Just, just take that and uh, do with that what you will, man. Um, there's a lot of things in the works for next year. And uh, yeah, I'm not aiming to disappoint. Well, I, I definitely want to put in a request because you're out here catching all these beautiful fish. <laughs> and that's that's nice. Uh, some of these fish, you know, the, the the different colors out there, they match your tattoos too, which is pretty cool. I want to see you cook one of these fish. Oh, dude, I, I always, well, if they're big enough, then I definitely take them home and cook them. But we want to see it. You know, right. maybe that could be an OnlyFans exclusive. Some, some kind of Lindsay Snow cooking show or something. You know, uh, I've been thinking about doing that because I love to cook. And my my Instagram is like slowly becoming <laughs> a, like a cooking food slash foodie Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, that's not that's not out of the question. That could very well happen, sir. <laughs> I think that would be fantastic because, you know, you're again, you're a very interesting person. Um you're a very good person and you know you're in great shape you're you're an ass kicker for a living you're an artist for a living so your approach to cooking i'm i'm very curious about what kind of spices is she using you know what's how does she prepare her meats what what type of uh you know sides does she put i'm very curious about that oh man you know? I I get crazy with it sometimes. Okay, just to give you like a little taste, um, this is just some weird stuff that I do. But uh, I've been making popcorn lately, um, like hand making it, you know, with uh, like an old style popcorn churner thing. I don't know what it's called, but my uh, my roommates have one, so I've been like just making the popcorn in that metal thing. And um, then I'll take it out and I'll put butter on like the outside of the, like the surrounding part of the bowl before I put the butter inside or before I put the popcorn inside the bowl, I'll put butter on the, like the outer part of the bowl. And uh, then I'll put the popcorn in it, mix the popcorn around, then put uh, popcorn salt and dill weed inside of it. And sometimes a little bit of garlic powder. And that is phenomenal. Okay, so so I'm trying to visualize this. So you're using a stick of butter. Yeah, I just put like I use the stick of butter and like run it around. Run it. Like it's like the inside of the bowl. You know what I'm talking about? You're greasing the bowls. Yeah, you're doing. I grease the bowl with butter before I put the hot popcorn in. There. Wow, that is I I've never thought of that. But that you know what's cool about that? You're not going to over butter the popcorn if you do it that way, right? And you don't wind up with those big chunks of butter in there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty sharp. That's pretty sharp. And, and you know what else is interesting, too? You're not going to over salt because if you're using salted butter, then you're not going to need a lot of the popcorn salt. So you really have to, to, to balance those two, right? It's definitely a science. <laughs> wow. See, this is what I'm talking about. The Lindsay Snow food post, snack post, whatever you want to call it. 2023. I, I, I think, uh, I think the world cooking. is ready. <laughs> And you can, you know, wear your championship belt while you're doing it. I mean, you know, this is this is wild, man. This is wild. Why not? You know, what's what's on your playlist right now? What what, what music are you listening to today? Um, Oh man, I listen to everything really. Um, You know, I'm I've got everything from like the Daptones to. Man, I've got Acid King <laughs> kicking too. So like anything from like Soldies to like Doom Metal, <laughs> I'm all I'm all over the place. I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's, you know what, again, that's who you are. You're, you're someone that is constantly, uh, there's more than meets the eye and there's a lot that meets the eye to begin with, but there's so much more, um, to get to know. And for everyone out there, even if you're not a wrestling fan, because the beauty about Duke loves wrestling, we, we have a tremendous amount of people who don't necessarily identify as wrestling fans, but they enjoy the conversations on this show. Look up Lindsay Snow. Look up Lindsay Snow. We're about to tell you all of her links for social media and all that good stuff. There's so much more going on, whether it be tattooing, fishing, food, uh, merchandise, OnlyFans, you name it. And oh, by the way, she's this badass wrestler and, and, and fighter on top of that. So definitely look her up. This is someone that you will enjoy following and, and seeing her journey because she's she's a she's a fighter in every sense of the way. Lindsay, plug away. Social media, your your merch store, all that good stuff. Where can people catch everything from Lindsay Snow? All right. Um, if you want to pick up one of my shirts, I've got a store at deathmatchworldwide.com. Um, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter and OnlyFans as uh, The Florida Ma'am. So T-H-E-F-L-O-R-I-D-A-M-A-A-M. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Before I let you go, we were talking about this offline, but I want to I want to say it to the world. I'm coming up on seven years of podcasting. And, and over the seven years, I have three different shows. I've interviewed people from all over the world, legitimately. Um, Hall of Fame wrestlers, Hall of Fame MMA fighters, uh, journalists, Pulitzer Prize winning authors, elected officials, like you name it. I've, I've been fortunate enough to interview some fantastic people. And I'm coming up on a thousand different people that I've interviewed. I'm very close to that number. Uh, so it's, it's been well over 900 so far over the nearly seven years. And I can honestly say that Lindsay Snow is one of my top 10 favorite people that I've, I've met through doing this and that I've interviewed because legitimately you are a good person, you know, and, and that's the highest compliment that I can pay anyone. There's a lot of people out there who are not so good people. And that's probably the biggest insult that I can pay someone when I, you know, I don't, I don't have to cuss them out. I just say, you know, you're, you're really not a good person. Um, but I'm, I'm saying this directly to you and for the whole world to hear Lindsay Snow, you're a good person. Thank you, Duke. I appreciate that. And same to you, man. Um, Takes one to know one, man. (laughs) Oil finds oil, right? I want to remind you to check out Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. That is my favorite program to use for all my recording needs. And the great part is not only do they have audio, but they also have video options as well. So whether you're video conferencing podcasting, just catching up with friends and loved ones, you definitely want to check out Zencaster. They have uh, paid subscriptions. They also have a free version, which I'm actually using right now. Transcripts, the whole nine yards, and even, get this, Zencaster has started to do hosting. So for all you podcasters out there, if you're looking for a host for your show, please consider Zencaster. You will not regret it. I'm telling you right now. Once again, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. Made on Zencaster. That's right.
Folks, be kind to yourselves and then be kind to others. Catch you next week. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.